Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Jude Charles. I'd like to ask you about another client you work with. I spent quite a bit of time yesterday watching some of the magnificent videos that you've yes. produced for clients, Jude. And yes. this one, many of them are featured on your website, included yes. one 18-minute video that you directed for Stefan Paul Georgi. And mm-hmm. he is a super, super successful copywriter who I believe makes millions now yes. teaching yes thousands of people how to become dynamic copywriters. Could you take us inside what was involved in directing, in producing, and in editing that video, and why Stefan wanted a video in the first place? Yeah, so when I first met Stefan, it was in Arizona. We were in, I believe, Scottsdale, Arizona at the time. And then we were at a business uh, meeting together, and just getting through normal conversation, it wasn't that I was pitching him or he was pitching me or anything like that. We were just getting to know each other. And he was in a place where he wanted to be able to take the work that he had done over the years, over eight years, and to be able to teach it to other people. He wanted other people to know that he existed, one. But specifically, he wanted to be able to teach them. He wanted them to understand how to have the right mindset in doing the work that he's doing, how to find the right copy job. So why, why do copywriting in a very specific way that he does it? And I mentioned to him the world, we could do that, but I also look for who you are as a person. You told me you have a two-year-old daughter. Well, who are you as a dad? Who are you as a husband? Why does that matter to you? And like, because he has—he's—he's he's very much in love with his daughter. The—the the thing that I love about Stefan is, and many people will tell you this: the first time that they, that you meet him, he doesn't tell you how successful he is. He tells you he's a husband and a and a father, and he tells you about his two-year-old daughter, and he tells you about all the things he's learning as a father to raise his two-year-old daughter, and so. What went into that is, is once he figured out, okay, you're, you're different. You don't produce documentaries the way other people may produce documentaries. He was very interested in doing a documentary series together. And so that's what we're doing, which is, uh, it's called uh, No Limit. And it's all about his story of just of not realizing that there were limits in life. Again, he went from a 40000 before he started copywriting, he was a, a salesman earning $40,000 a year. And yeah, now he earns millions of dollars a year through copywriting and 
other businesses that he does as well. And to, to do it, our first time filming was in Las Vegas. It was in February, <laughs> literally right before uh, the pandemic started, literally the month before the pandemic started, we started filming. And I just was a fly on the wall. I was a shadow. I wanted to see what does life look like? And so the way that I direct is I kind of get an idea, okay, here's the things that you have on your schedule. Here's the things that you're going to do. And I say, okay, can I be in this meeting? Can I be at your house at this time? Can I see all these things that's happening? Because I just want to be on a fly on the wall so that other people can see what your world is like. I'm not making anything up. I'm not telling you, hey, stand here because this will look better. Instead, I'm just like, okay, that it seems like it's going to be important. I'd like to capture that. And so we did that for six months and we're still doing it now, even through throughout this recording. And yeah, and, and you get to see. So when you watch that video, you get to see this moment. It's literally, I think we're three days into the pandemic and he's spending time with his daughter and his wife in San Diego. He lives in Las Vegas, but he was in San Diego at the time. And he's playing the guitar. And as he's playing the guitar, what's very funny that I didn't know at the time, but his daughter hates it when he plays the guitar, hates it when he sings and hates it when he plays the guitar. And so I'm literally just filming him play the guitar because I think it looks interesting. And here's this guy. He's just, you know, sitting on the edge of the couch playing a guitar. And then out of nowhere, his daughter starts screaming and yelling about him playing the guitar. What's fascinating about that moment and why I start the story there is because it doesn't show him writing words or typing on a computer. It shows who he is as a human being. It takes you completely off guard because this is not what you're expecting, especially if you're like, you know, perusing through and it's like Stephen George, I copywriter and rolled to 700 million, like, okay, what is that? What is this? But I immediately humanize him because it immediately for me, it humanized me. But what I also learned is like when I showed this video to other people, people react to it differently. But there's one guy specifically who's a father of two daughters. And he's like, as soon as I saw that moment, I wouldn't have reacted the way Stephen reacted. He was like, I would have played, I would have continued playing the guitar. But he was like, it was fascinating to see, oh, Stefan actually listened to his daughter. He showed his daughter she was important, that what she doesn't like is important to him. Even if it doesn't make him feel good, it's important to him. And that's what I get to do with the stories that I tell. And that's the moments that I'm looking for is who you are. How does it show your personality? Because everybody's going to react to something differently. But that moment within the first 60 seconds says so much about him. It and really of course did. I loved that. First of all, he has... He's a really talented singer and guitar player. And so when I heard this little person howling and then come up <laughs> basically with her bottle in her mouth, telling him to stop, I thought it was hilarious. And then he yeah. did he did stop. And he's a very yep. gentle soul. He's like really, yep. he just like very chill, very kind. Yes. And you could see how much he loves his daughter for sure. Yes, yes. Jude, I listened to one of a number of other podcast interviews that you've done. Yes. And in these interviews, you demonstrated with various hosts of the show how you dig deep to find mm -hmm. those compelling nuggets, those really compelling stories that no one else knows and then how you leverage them for higher impact. And as I listened to you describe this process, it actually reminded me of what I used to do as a journalist. Yeah. Because before I would set out to do a story, and during the course of reporting that story, I would be doing research. 
Yeah. How do you find these compelling stories about your clients that really make your videos and your documentaries stand out and shine? Growing up, I was the last of 10 children. And because of that, I valued spending time with my parents. And my dad specifically, he loved watching crime TV shows. So if you think of uh, NYPD Blue, I think it was called, and, and Nash Bridges and different shows like that. These were the detective shows, Law and Order, right? That still runs to this day. What I loved about watching those shows with my dad was that it showed me how to tell stories because these were detectives and people who were digging for the truth. And they would go to different sources. And although they know the crime happened, they wanted to backtrack and figure out, well, how did this crime happen? And so it taught me a lot about how to search for clues and search for interesting things that just surprises me, right? That I do the same, pro I go through the same process in what I call road mapping. So road mapping, I spend eight hours with my client one day and I just have them talk. And I ask literally hundreds of questions about their life. I want to know from the time that they're born to where they are today, how did you get here? And I'm just looking for stories along the way, right? And so with Stefan, because we've talked about him, Stefan talks about how he met his wife in Vegas and she was a copywriter. He knew nothing about copywriting at the time. His father had just passed away. And for him, he was just going to Vegas to go play a game of poker and just get his mind off of it. And he found a new career, right? That moment is a story that I tell throughout his documentary. And so, but he told me that in Roadmap. When we sat together for eight hours, he told me that story. He told me the entire story of his dad passing away, how it affected him, but also how it led to this trip to Vegas where he, he didn't have any money. He just had uh, Southwest was doing a trip for, uh, they were doing a, a sale for a trip to Vegas. And that's what led him there. You know, I tell stories like Keisha Dior. Keisha Dior is a makeup mogul who started her cosmetic business. And within the first year of starting her cosmetic business made $1 million. But again, I asked her, how did she get started? And she learned entrepreneurship from her father. Her father was actually a businessman, a very successful businessman, but unfortunately was killed at, because of it. But because of the things she learned from her father at a very young age, she always knew she would become an entrepreneur. She always knew she would do these things. Again, that's another story that I tell, right? So it's these very specific moments in life. What led you here? What lessons are in these moments in life that led you here that can help inspire someone else? I already talked about the Danielle story and just she's going through that now in this part of her life, not when she was young. I do tell stories of when she was young, but she's going through that now in this moment. That's what I accent road mapping. That's what I that's how I become a detective. I just want to figure out, OK, what you're successful. I get it. But not everybody can relate to that. I want to humanize you. How did you get to where you are so that others can realize, hey, you may have obstacles in your life. We all do. We all have problems. There's that, that's not something we're ever going to escape as human beings. But how do you get through it? How do you push through? And it's through these stories that you keep in your mind. You're not going to remember how much money Stefan makes. You're not going to remember how much money Darnielle makes or Keisha Dior makes. You're going to remember at this moment in their life when their back was against the wall, they pushed through. I can do the same thing too. It gives you the courage to do the same thing too. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. 
And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the Coaching tab at time, the number 4, coffee.org, or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.